Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Silver Screen Scoundrels, where we talk about everybody's favorite pastime, the movies. We are your hosts, I'm Colonel Bob. And I am Ian. Thank you for joining us on this very special edition of the Silver Screen Scoundrels, because tonight is not like any other night. Tonight is what's about Thanksgiving. I don't think this episode's coming out on Thanksgiving. Maybe you're listening to us on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I don't know. If so, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving regardless to you. And speaking of being stuffed like a Thanksgiving turkey, our guest tonight, Derek Hoskins. <laughs> Derek, I'm glad you could join us tonight. How are you? Oh, God, I'm exhausted. I'm so much better now. That was the best intro you've ever given me. Ever? Ever. Hands oh, down. Well, better than next, better than all my weird... Next week's a challenge, then. Better than all my weird uh, middle names that you give me. Better than everything. The st- Speaking of things, that's the best segue you've ever had. Hell yeah, man. I'm so I'm great. Uh, with that being said, we do have a little bit of news tonight. Um, this is news to Derek. Um, Bob and I discussed this earlier. I bring this up because the three of us are huge fans of this franchise. But Derek, have you seen there are set photos of Beverly Hills Cop 4? I have not. Bob was mentioning it before we started recording that that they were confirmed. Very excited about Um, it. What was Netflix in? Yeah, I told you I did not. That makes me even more excited. But we, I would love it. They do have a good track record. I would love to watch it with you. I would too. I I think the three of us should definitely watch that together. Uh, between the three of us, we quote all three of them together all the time. Uh, we've been the doing one, it for like twenty weird. years. Funny, that's favorite. Bob's favorite. Wow, yeah, that's still favorite. so surprising to me. <laughs> the first one's so good. First one's my favorite. Hands first down. one, okay. Yeah, just something funny. Mine is the second. So first, second, Bob's is the third. I get a res- the odds. How you get a recipe for getting thrown out of a window? It's a charge <laughs> yeah. for, it's a charge what are you going to do if I get hit by a car? Jaywalking? Jay <laughs> oh, my God. That Yeah, that is Freaking funny. love that movie. <laughs> Did you see that shit? I can describe <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Done, partner. <laughs> holds it up real dramatic yeah gun partner i'm gonna have to go through them before it comes out comes out next year ian is that uh, yeah, it comes out in 2024 sometime next year i didn't get the date uh eddie murphy looks amazing at his age i i have read rumors that uh the original uh taggart and rosewood are supposed to be in it so I hope interested so. to I hope see so. it's it's been through some development hell over the years. It was going to be a, a, a show, and it had uh, him with his son. Is what not his at one time the Rush Hour director was going to direct it. Yeah, what everything. Uh, uh, Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. Ratner. Yeah, Brett Ratner. Then yeah. it turned so, out that he was a piece of garbage, and so he he doesn't work much anymore. And then he, and, oh, and then he that made that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't oh yeah, after that terrible Predator movie came out, which ironic. For the name, did of he that. direct that Predator movie? No, that yeah. was Shane Black. That was Shane Black. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah Shane Black directed Predator. I always Brett get Ratner. us too confused. Oh, don't Shane Black is a well. He might be. I know he's brilliant. He might be. A, he might be horrible. Also, well, I don't nothing, know. Nothing. Nothing bad has came out about Shane Black yet. <laughs> right. Shane Black just really likes. Shane things Black also did a Predator movie, but it wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was bad. I mean, I don't think he directed it. He was just he acted in it. Oh yeah, he yeah. acted. He was in the first one. I thought he I thought he wrote yeah. I thought he wrote a lot of it too. I think you are right on that. Um he's done so many uh Derek and I were quoting Kiss Kiss Bang Bang the other day. <laughs> yeah. Always he also, another he also, movie. He also did that awesome uh, um Russell Crowe and uh Nice Guys. Nice guys, yeah. Yeah, nice guys. That's such a good movie. I love it. Did he? Didn't he also? Did he direct uh, the Lethal Weapon movies? Didn't he? He wrote. He wrote. The he Lethal wrote Weapon them. Movies. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know that know he directed any of them. He has a certain style. Yeah, that's why I didn't think it worked with Predator. Yeah, it didn't. And he, man, he loves setting things at Christmas. Yeah, he's a Christmas director. Yeah. 
Sure. Although nice, no, nice guys was even set during Christmas time. Iron Man three was Christmas time. Was nice really? guys was Christmas time. Yeah. Predator was set at Halloween, so we changed that a little bit. Lethal Weapon was Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Same. But anyway, so yes, Leaf, we or, are. Beverly Hills Cop yeah. looks great. I'm excited. I, I'm excited I, I agree. Them. I'm glad uh, I can get you hype about that. There'll probably be more movie news here soon. But there's a lot of movie news. Let's, let's talk about our favorite time to shine. Thanksgiving. My favorite Thanks. holiday. Now, Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday. I was just about to ask. Where does it, where does it rank on your holidays? It's number two. Halloween is number one for me. Thanksgiving's actually number two. Bob, where does where's Thanksgiving rank on your list? Halloween's number one. Christmas is number two. Um, I would say I would say maybe fourth. Christmas would even be my top ten. The fucking whacking day from The Simpsons would be. The reason why I love Thanksgiving Christmas so much food. is because one, food. I'm a, I'm a fat guy, and when else can I eat half a dozen deviled eggs and nobody bat an eye? Um, also, there's no there, there's no expectation. We just get together with family and eat and watch football and hang out. There's yeah. no gifts. There's no. I mean, other than buying groceries, there not hasn't big... been many. Thanksgiving centered movies. Uh, do you guys have a favorite Thanksgiving setting movie? I don't even know if I can think of one right now. Thanks, I can killing. think of one. I can think of one that is the best. What is and it? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles okay. is probably the best one. Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent. Movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, shows that some of their best episodes is centered around Thanksgiving. Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Every episode, oh, every man. Thanksgiving episode of Bob's Burgers is fantastic. <laughs> There's a great uh, episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine that, that Bob's watching. That thing, and you was really proud of me for doing that other thing. That was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was thinking. That of was fish odor, right? Fish that was Mr. Fish odor. Fish odor hired hired the family to be his <laughs> fake family. Be his for, fake. Or when he hid in the wall because he didn't want to visit his in-laws. <laughs> yeah. That's the first season. That was yeah. that was. That was that. I remember watching Bob's Burgers like the first time through. I haven't watched all of it, but that was the first episode that had me in tears. I was laughing so hard. The Thanksgiving episode, and you were bored, right? No, that was the movie. So, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Bob's Burgers. Um, those are comedies. This is really that that I can think of because I've never seen Things Killing. You're not um, missing out. The first, the first four centered around the holiday so that's kind of neat i think it's the first big but budget horror centered around it because i think did you know did you know that this was a grindhouse trailer did you know that i did not it is it is a grindhouse trailer the the, like second time that they actually brought brought it out really i did not know that yeah machete was the first one and Mm -hmm. now this Hmm. okay so i actually do have a list of movies that uh it says set around Thanksgiving. This one is horseshit. Something happens during Thanksgiving, but I don't think the whole movie is set around Thanksgiving, and that is the Spider-Man by Sam Raimi. That is a big scene in Spider-Man, though. One of the it one is. of the better scenes of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one that blew my mind. Adam's Family Values. That's true. Um, yeah, the second one has got yeah, a big, big Thanksgiving scene. Uh, Beethoven. Okay, sure. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little, nobody's going to know this, but maybe, maybe you two will. Dutch. Oh, Dude. Yeah, Dutch. Okay. So uh, I forgot. You guys like Dutch? Dutch? Okay. Somebody, somebody, um, there, there was, you know, those like polls on Facebook that you'll see where it's like, okay, like for this and like heart emoji for this, which one right. it is. Yeah. And it was Dutch versus God. What was it? Oh gosh, what was the other one? I think it was Dutch versus Home Alone, and it, I, I, I was one of like twenty people that said Dutch is the better movie. Dutch is one of the most underrated comedies of all time. We should review that. Dutch, it's yeah. so good. Like a young Ethan Embry, and yeah, and, yeah. and Ed O'Neill, young Ed O'Neill, incredible. <laughs> yeah. The BB really gun shooting him in the ass with the BB gun. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a great movie. I'm Dutch Dooley. I'm a friend of your mother. What the hell are you beating me up for? <laughs> 
grumpy old men was set around Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. Grumpy old, forgot about that. Forgot about that one. Yeah, because it's uh, it's cold. You don't. I don't think about it. I, you always think maybe Christmas with that one because it's like ice fishing. Son-in-law. Oh, son-in-law, so good. Not about son-in-law. I actually do son-in-law like son-in-law. So good. I, like son-in-law I love too. son-in-law. That's what uh, gave uh, uh, Carla Gugino. Is that her name? Yeah, Carla Gugino. That her was star. like her big break. Yeah, that is, yeah. And she's well, great. Look at that. that. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Could I get some tongue? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Carl. I popped your daughter's trunk. so yeah uh, he he had some he had some classics man he was annoying but i did like his movies yeah i loved guilty guilty pleasures guilty pleasures not even not even even guilty pleasures with a couple encino man and son-in-law those aren't even guilty pleasures those are just good movies they're just fun movies yeah Biodome, Jury Duty, Biodome those are guilty. Okay, like. uh, in the army, I now. like Jury Duty. Okay. I, in the army, now, I, I, I did. Okay. Jury I didn't. Duty. Oh, it's all right. It's the juice. Run, OJ. Run. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, ju- Jury uh, Duty actually spawned a, a quote that I say to this day. I'll scratch your back. Now I'll let you know what you can scratch. <laughs> got that got that from jury duty uh the movie so yeah a lot more movies than we have realized are kind of set around thanksgiving <coughs> but very important question i'm going to start with bob yes sir turkey two two-part question do you like it i love it light or dark meat white <clears throat> okay derek turkey do you love it Turkey. I don't like what turkey is lunch meat. Sorry, go ahead, Derek. Uh, turkey is the. I'm sorry, Derek. But did you say you don't like turkey as a lunch meat? Yeah, I don't like lunch meat turkey, but I like the turkey turkey. Okay, Derek, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I heard that right. <clears throat> turkey is my favorite. Um. Are you holiday. thinking about it right now? You're just I'm, staring I'm, off into the I'm distance. So Fuck, no. I love turkey. <laughs> I'm so excited about having turkey on on Thursday. No, turkey is my favorite, like hands down, like holiday centerpiece because, right. like, to the point where even if we weren't going to have it, this is how spoiled I was growing up. Even if we weren't going to have it at family get-togethers, my wonderful grandmother would bake a like a full turkey breast just so I would always have turkey at Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Oh, that's right. You miss grandma. Grandma was great. I do she miss grandma. She was amazing. Um, grandma was the best. White or dark meat? Uh, I'll take both, but uh, white meat is what I prefer. Are you still For talking co- about turkey? Are you still talking about turkey, sir? Wow. No, no, no. Talking about, <laughs> yeah, still talking. But no, the thing is, is that white meat is better simply because it tastes better on a sandwich the next day with the leftovers. Another Thanksgiving question. Go for it. In your all's family's Thanksgiving dinner, is mac and cheese part of it? Usually, first thing, do, do you does anybody give a shit what I think about I, turkey? I was or... one. I was curious if you like. <laughs> oh, I'm not. sorry, man. No, you're fine. The answer is no yes. White meat for me. Now, it depends on whose house I go to. Do you mean my family specifically? Sure. You or, or you specifically? Do you uh, have to have so, macaroni and cheese with your dinner? So growing up, uh, Thanksgiving was always at grandma's house, her apartment every mm-hmm. year. Uh, mm-hmm. The family always went to grandma's house for Thanksgiving and Christmas. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Grandma always made the best baked mac and cheese. She she made hands down the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. And she always made it for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So the answer is used to uh not so much now. And the last time I made a nice big Thanksgiving dinner and had everybody over, I think I did make mac and cheese. I can't remember. It was the first and last time I'd ever made a turkey because uh, I had a larger apartment and a larger kitchen. And that's like a dream for me is to any house that I get or any new apartment, wherever I move to next, I want my kitchen to be as big as my bedroom because uh, I love to cook and I like to have space. He's very and- 
I uh, I love, 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 love hosting dinner parties and having people over and cooking for them and just like sitting down, eating and joking around and watching a movie or uh, listening to music or whatever, you know, whatever happens. So the answer to that is I would prefer mac and cheese with my Thanksgiving meal. Agreed. I 100% agree. I love mac and cheese. That's one of my favorite, favorite dishes in general. Okay. Yeah, just just in general, love it. So um, I, I don't think you can make it wrong, but my grandmother specifically, my mom's mom, she baked. You're about to say she made it wrong. <laughs> she baked it, and it, it was just it was so delicious. I miss that's the meal I miss the most. Or is the so while while I'm not the biggest fan of mac and cheese, I do think it needs to be at a Thanksgiving dinner. It needs to be an option. Okay, it needs it needs to be Thank there. You. So for me, the question I'll say is. What is if if mac and cheese? We'll take that off the board. What is your go to have to have side item at a Thanksgiving dinner? Mashed potatoes and 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 turkey yeah, gravy. Definitely mashed potatoes. Yeah, definitely mashed potatoes and gravy. God, mashed potatoes. No gravy for me. I'm not. A, I don't like brown gotta, baby. Gotta have you only like gravy in general. I'm not big on gravy in general. Uh, when it comes to like mashed potatoes, things like that. Brown baby. Brown baby. You remember the brown baby? Oh, good. Okay, so for the for those of you who are really confused, um, <laughs> Derek and I both agree that when you go to KFC and you get a mashed potato bowl, uh, you get that with brown gravy. Okay, no matter what, we both we both love that. So Derek, Derek, I got in Derek's head one day, and I was talking about it, and for whatever reason. It they was because they had were the offended that I asked. Um, we went separately, and when I went, I told Derek the story. I was like, I went in there and I was like, Can I get a mashed potato bowl? Oh, can I get that with brown gravy? And the person taking my money was like, Yeah, sh- wait, what? Did you say brown gravy? And I was like, Yeah, I did I say something wrong? And they're like, No, it's fine, brown gravy, that's fine if that's what you want. And he slowly like backs up, still looking at me. And taps the person like making the food behind him. Is like, hey, um, he wants brown gravy on his mashed potato bowl. And the person making food turns like scooping food into a bag, looks behind them at me like, you want brown gravy? And I was like, I did. I don't know if I do now. (laughs) Has it been mutated? Does it have fucking legs now? Like, (laughs) is it made of septic water? Like, why? Would I not want brown gravy? So I tell Derek the story, and Derek goes in, and they do the same thing to Derek. However, and the reason why they did it though, as I, I do remember that, is because at the time they were offering their chi- their biscuit with the gravy, like with the the famous bowl, and so they were offering it with the white, like the white chicken gravy. I definitely don't want any of that nonsense because the exactly. only time I eat gravy on my mashed potatoes is if I go and get my sadness bowl from KFC. That's the only time. <laughs> Which and- you would. To your point, it was the same with me, but I yeah. just thought I don't think it's that far fetched for me to swap gravy here. Swap gravy. That sounded dirty <laughs> as hell. <laughs> but go ahead, Derek. Swap tell everybody what you said. So I went in there and first off, they did react the exact same way. When I asked them for the brown gravy, which isn't what I said, we'll get to that in a minute. They literally they went, What? Do you still want the biscuit? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What is wrong with you people? Anyway, so I went in and I got all antsy because I was not having any of this nonsense like white gravy on my famous bowl. And I was like, I need a I need a mashed potato bowl with brown baby. <laughs> with brown baby. And that was 15 years ago, if it was a week ago. And to this day, I cannot say the term gravy without thinking and giggling about the fact that I said I wanted a mashed potato bowl with a brown baby. Okay, <laughs> that is A, all I could think about was them handing you a bowl with these <laughs> tiny legs kicking gravy and mashed potatoes out of it. <laughs> uh, and second of all, I can't help but laugh at oh the thought God. that they were so appalled that you wanted brown gravy and that they didn't bat an eye to brown baby. Yeah, <laughs> they were fine with that. Uh, to answer my own question to get back to it because we really need to talk about this movie. Uh, my mother's broccoli. We can talk about whatever that we want to. My mother. This is our Thanksgiving cas- episode, Derek. We're talking about Thanksgiving. We are talking about Thanksgiving, and I'm trying to answer my question, and you keep yelling over me. It's Stop like burying the lead. It's like we're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner, and you won't let me get a word in. <laughs> my mother's broccoli and cheese casserole. 
Bob, what's your go-to? Okay. Yeah, nice. What do you got to have? He said mashed potatoes. You all, oh, you agree? You also? I thought you were just agreeing oh, yeah. that you like oh, mashed no, potatoes no, and gravy, but you—that's your choice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is your least favorite side dish? Green bean casserole. There's green no bean, excuse. There's no casserole. excuse for that. I swear to God, green bean casserole is a prank. It was a practical joke. Some old lady like just threw a bunch of snot and like dirty laundry into a into a casserole dish and said dirty it was laundry. Said it was said it was a it's dish. Just a fucking sock. <laughs> she thought she thought it was gonna be funny. It took off for some weird reason. I don't understand it. My wife's family cook it every year and Mom gobble that nonsense up. I don't understand it. I can't get I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's got like stringy green beans, snot, and like f- French fried onions on the top of it. What is happening? Yeah. It's slimy, my... it stinks. Oh god, it's awful. That wasn't that's not Sorry in for the my, rant. Oh, that's, god, not, so that's not my worst. And now that you mention it, it depends on who's making it. Some people do a decent job. Some people yeah, it, some people make it to where it tastes like it's been fully submerged in creek water. Uh, <laughs> dressing for me, dressing. Oh, I love dressing. I love stuffing. Stuffing is I better. Hate dressing, yeah. unless okay. it's unless it's my brother-in-law and it's got freaking chopped up Again, oysters in it for some weird. That reason. sounded dirty. Oh, I love a good stuffing, but I don't <laughs> want to put on the dressing. <laughs> but seriously, I, I I don't like dressing. I you want to talk about disgusting? That that tastes like foot fungus to me. It, it's like a fungus. It's it's like okay. It's it's, it's like you took a, a casserole dish, put a bunch of wet sponges in it, <laughs> forgot about it for six to eight weeks in the summertime while you were on vacation, and left the air off, and you came back, and it's just festering in this casserole dish and then you're like ew disgusting let's serve that to people we don't we don't see more than once a year so it's it's dressing for me i love stuffing i like stovetop stuffing i like homemade stuffing i i think dressing is different than stuffing it is it's definitely different so it's definitely different consistency different everything Bob, were you going to say something other than green bean casserole, or were you going to go with that as well? No, I'm going with that as well. Green bean casserole and just start swinging. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what about dessert? We got to talk favorite dessert. I'm I'm not a big dessert guy. I'm not a dessert dessert guy. Thanksgiving, yeah. Okay, you're both communists, and I don't think I want to associate with with you anymore. If you don't say pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. If you don't say pumpkin pie. The only other the only other option is apple. Get this pecan pie, pecan pie. I don't care where you're from. That's nasty. You don't like pecan pie? God no. Oh, what did I it ever do? Want, I don't want your burnt squirrel food on my pie. <laughs> There's no burnt <laughs> squirrel food. These squirrels eat almonds. <laughs> it's not pecans. See, I can't even think straight because. That was like squirrel food. <laughs> I know they eat nuts, but is there a threshold? <laughs> I don't know. All I all I know is it is I don't know how you take a hard food like a nut, burn it, and then it's somehow mushy. I don't get it. I don't know what happens, but pecan <laughs> pie is disgusting. Somewhere the science just gave up, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. We took a nut, <laughs> cooked it, and it got soft. That math ain't mathin'. <laughs> Bob, do you like pecan pie? No. Straight to the point. What about uh, pumpkin pie? Nope. You don't like pie in general? Uh, you like apple, I, don't you? I say I hate all pie, but uh, those two pies in particular. Name don't. a pie that you liked in apple? Cherry? I like uh, chocolate pie. Really? I yeah. don't pudding, mean this sounds so pudding, disgusting. Pudding on a crust. P- p- pudding with crust. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Bob likes a crusty mm, pudding. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Bob, would you like a chocolate pudding? Do you have any crust that you can put in that? <laughs> a yeah, snack a pack? Pie. Does that come with crust? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree, Derek. I'm not a huge chocolate. Now, uh, it's, it's not traditional during Thanksgiving, but I, I like cheesecake. I like cheesecake as well, as long as it's something other than cherry. 
I don't like lemon meringue pie, but I do like key lime pie. Me I'm not, and I'm not me big and on Mobius. Yeah, yeah. Every time we were eating that, they were eating that key lime pie. I was just like, you, you could get any pie that you want. Why would you yeah. go key lime? Uh, Walmart has really good like frozen pre-made pies, and they have a really good key lime pie. I have not. I I I don't care for key lime. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. Well, uh, we went over side dishes. We went over whether we. Oh, sh- does ham belong? Uh, in a in a Thanksgiving meal, I, we're an yeah, equal opportunity. We're we're an equal opportunity family. Ham ham can be there, but what did Bob say? Course. Ham doesn't belong in any meal. Ham doesn't belong in any meal. You don't like ham at I all. I can't stand ham. So, so then, what do you do for? We'll get into this. In Are you Christmas Jewish? Episode, but what do you do during Christmas? Do you just do you eat turkey? Turkey. Yep. Mom okay. makes a turkey. Okay. Derek, put a pin in that. Remind me on uh, on uh, Christmas to to ask if Bob likes white or dark meat for his. <laughs> Christmas meal. <laughs> um, I can't believe Bob left me hanging on that Pulp Fiction line. What did you, you say? say? I, you said you said the ham doesn't belong in any meal, and I said, "What are you Jewish?" I'm not Jewish. <laughs> I just don't dig on swine. That's all. There you go. <laughs> Which isn't true for me because I do like bacon. Mm-hmm. Bacon tastes okay. good. Pork chops taste good. Anyway, it tastes like pumpkin pie, but I never know because do you guys. Uh... <laughs> Do you guys think there should be more Thanksgiving songs? Yeah. I'd sure. sing a Thanksgiving song. Sure. Do you guys listen to... Uh, you always listen to Alice's Restaurant, don't you, Bob? You have to, yeah. I listen to it every... I, I listen to it until everyone in the house is up and like ready for the day. Adam Sandler Thanksgiving song. That's my mm-hmm. go-to. Great. Yes, that's a great one. It is. We do Alice's Restaurant because that was Dad's uh, tradition. Oh well, then I'm not gonna. So we do that too much. So we do that every year, which annoys the crowd. It's funny because we're staying at my uh, my brother in law's house on Wednesday night, and so uh, Sean, my my wife's for people that don't know my wife's family's name, um, they don't understand that tradition even a little bit. They had never heard Alice's Restaurant until I showed up in the family, and Mm -hmm. uh, it annoys them to no end that I'm listening to Alice's (laughs) Restaurant over and over and over again. They're like, "Why you still listen to that?" There's still people not up. We're going to keep <laughs> listening to this song. Well, everybody, let us know. How do you feel about Thanksgiving? What is your favorite Thanksgiving meal? And let's get into my hate for Eli Roth for at least 15 minutes before we start talking about this. Movie. Are we all, wait, are we all going to get 15 minutes to rant about what a terrible filmmaker he is? Because we got to make this fair. Talk. Maybe we should say 15 minutes all together. Each <laughs> okay. one of us gets five. Yeah. <laughs> Bob. Yes, sir. I love your Eli Roth rant because of a certain movie. So I want you to go first. You know, the one I'm thinking of about a flesh eating disease. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> why didn't that just pop in my head? You want me to, want me to go? Please tell us I, about how shaving your legs works, Bob. I I um, don't don't do that. I want to hear him get into it. I uh, that was my first that was my first um, uh, introduction to Eli Roth was a movie Cabin Fever. I don't know if it was his first one. But, it was uh, one of them, if not. It was a, it was first. an early one, and that was my first time seeing a movie with him. And the trailer made it look so interesting. I like horror. Yeah, it looked so interesting. And I went and watched that garbage of a movie, and it's all about a, a disease, a disease that uh, just makes your skin melt off and, and all that. Now, granted, I haven't watched it since you know twenty years ago. It didn't so, get better. So I can't remember everything about it, but I do remember that there's because uh, Eli Roth usually has to show titties, which I'm surprised he didn't in this movie, but um, he usually has to do that. And so there was a girl taking a bath, not a shower, a bath, and um, she starts shaving her legs and she shaves her legs. And the first, the first pull of the shave, she literally rips her skin off and she starts screaming uh, as she's still ripping her skin off. 
And then she pulls the blade up and goes for the next line. <laughs> that was the stupidest fucking thing I have ever well, seen. She had to yeah. make it even, Bob. Oh, it was so <laughs> awful. And I thought, no, I'm I'm done with this now. This is awful. And so he he Eli Roth, he likes to push the envelope in terms of gore. And that's my biggest thing about about him. I don't I don't think it needs to be that gory. You don't need to have uh, someone vomiting every five minutes, or or you don't need your audience to vomit. That's 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 not fun for me. So yeah, I don't like Eli Roth. Dear. <laughs> so I don't care for Eli Roth either. Um, and it's really for the same reasons that Bob said. I think that he is. I think that he does not understand how to build a scene. I don't think he understands how to build tension. I don't think he understands how to work sound. I don't think he understands how to set up a shot so that you're not sure what's going to happen. You always know what's going to happen in some form or another in, in his movies. You always know that he's going to go as far as he possibly can, make it as gory as he possibly can, and there's nothing about that that's scary to me. I think that it, a movie that works the sound design. Look at James Wan's horror movies. Look at the conjuring mm. movies and how scary those are with nothing happening on screen. Just yeah. the tension, the weight you're, it's you're long waiting long. for something to happen. Then you have hostile where it's just torture. It's literally just torture. And yeah, mm. would that suck? Would that be awful? I can't imagine what that would be like. I'm not going to be scared to walk to my car afterwards because I'm so it's tense because I've just been taken on a roller coaster ride of emotions. It's mm. just gross. There's nothing scary about it. I think that he's an uninspired, um, just just hack of a, of a director. I don't think he's a good director. And this movie did not change my opinion of that. By the way, even though I enjoyed Thanksgiving, I'll I'll go ahead and throw that out there. I actually enjoyed the movie. Did not change my my opinion of it because this is a this is a comedy. You're one hundred percent a comedy movie. That he does not know how to make a scary movie. He he has no idea how to make a horror. Your comparison to James Wan, I think, is is good because James Wan did the first Saul movie, and mm -hmm. although that was a very bloody movie, um, it wasn't torture porn gore exactly. over the top. Yeah. In my opinion, it had a purpose. The whole purpose of the gore in the movie was because his main protagonist his main killer or whatever you want to call him because i don't know if you'd call jigsaw a straight up villain in the first one at least you know i'm, I'm throwing the rest out right now right. point being he was trying to make people live or die make their choice mm -hmm. he wanted people to suffer through so they can in his mind, realize how meaningful and beautiful life can be. And for a man dying of brain cancer, uh, he wanted people to basically fight to survive because they were given this gift of life and they were pissing it away. Um, so I think that's the difference between a gory James Wan movie and a gory Eli Roth movie. One man's opinion. Um, and even like as bloody as the Saw movies were, Hosta was doing too much, like with the girl and the eyeball mm -hmm. scene and everything. Like, again, just too much. Yeah. So I agree with what you're saying. I think he, he he pushes too far. I agree with Bob. Uh, the characters are not even enjoyable half the time. You don't even give a shit about them. Which brings me to this movie I watched called Knock Knock, which was oh, just, just, just knock, a thriller. Knock. It's just a thriller. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not even a horror movie. It's not gory. It's not bloody. Have either one of you seen it? Yes. No. It is terrible. Okay. Absolutely and you know, awful. And it for some reason, just like Eli Ross other movies, it's got this weird following of people that think it's like high cinema. I don't I don't understand. It's stupid. It, it's and you get it's to just see because there's breasts. so much nudity. Yeah. It's the only reason why it's popular because they're very attractive girls being really, really seductive and 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 then Keanu Reeves, who's who's not I'm not saying he's Academy Award worthy every movie, but that's some of the worst acting I've seen him do. Yeah, he's sleeping through that movie, man. He was not. 
he was there for a paycheck it felt like mm-hmm. yeah. for a movie that went like straight to dvd so with that being said wasn't a huge fan of knock knock wasn't a fan at all um and randomly a clock with walls in its eyes oh the house with the clocks in his walls or something like yes that. yes he directed that movie a pg movie out of nowhere well, never watched that. Never either. watched it. it. Had Jack Black in it. So Jack Black, Kate Blanchett had a stellar cast. Love yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't watch. He did, he did that like that that horror movie that was like 3D that you're supposed to watch with like the Oculus or whatever. Yeah, I didn't watch that, any of that. that Halloween special, whatever he did last year. Uh, I didn't watch that, so I I couldn't tell you. Uh, I can only imagine it's awful. But uh, <laughs> this movie, Derek, Bob, and myself talked before and we didn't have high hopes we we try to give anything we we will run a movie down about being dog shit before we watch it if it looks bad but we'll give anything a chance because we've been pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. about some movies and this it won't be the case those... for night swim nightsman night swim marco night swim marco okay. <laughs> marco maybe it's just that pool. one scene you'll hate Get, get out, out of the pool. pool. Get out of the pool. Sorry, go ahead. So, point point again being is we try to give everything a chance even though we think it's going to be shit. And we were shitting on this movie hardcore. We, we just didn't think it was going to be good. I didn't know it was a horror comedy when uh, I saw the trailers. Right. I didn't know but, it was a, a Grindhouse trailer. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I had no idea. But I, I will say the first act of this movie, when the movie first started and they kind of get to the mall. and The first act I love. Well, uh, <laughs> when they get to the mall and I, there was there were parts like with the security guard that made me laugh and I thought was fun. But immediately, like when everybody starts pushing up against that door, I thought, like, okay, something extreme is going to happen here. Because it's Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they push through and they break through the door. I will say, I told you guys this the other day, when the one guy pushed through and got his throat slit on the glass, I immediately thought, oh, God, here we go. Over the top fucking <laughs> gore in 10 minutes. <clears throat> but the way that man walked up and kept grabbing that like waffle iron and trying <laughs> to carry it, I don't know why that made me laugh. I, I laughed. I laughed out loud. Like slowly grabbing his neck and falling to the ground. And the woman comes up, doesn't check on him, and just grabs it out of his cold dead hands. <laughs> Had me laughing hysterically uh, in yeah. a good way. I thought that was really fun. And and, and uh, it, it just it made me it, it tickled me uh, when the boyfriend Bobby when he got his arm broke I thought it was absolutely comical I thought yeah. who fucking crawls across the ground yeah Ian and I Ian and I were and I running through other. trampling we were like Come we did on. we did our like look over and giggle <laughs> like, what I always this? give you the same look every time this mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that being said. And the over the, and, and then the whole like shopping cart and tearing like a piece of her flesh off. I thought, okay, of course, we're gonna Eli Roth the shit out of this. Yeah, I I, I was indifferent because it did make me laugh. But at the same time, I thought, oh god, here we go with this dumb shit. It's just gonna get worse because the killing hasn't even actually started yet. Bob, I already know what you thought, but go into it anyway. First act, first act, I really enjoyed. I thought it was uh, fun, chaos. Um, I thought it uh, uh, was very funny when it was over, when when the scene was over, it, I just kept thinking about it and it made me laugh again, just thinking about all the craziness that was happening. Something I, I will say about this movie that this probably is my favorite of Eli Roth's movies. I, I did thoroughly enjoy this. I thought the gore that he loves to do so much, there's only one particular scene that um I thought was over the top. All the other all the other stuff was okay, there's only a little bit of guts, not not too much. Um uh so I I, I did and enjoy it. It was predictable, but yeah. you know, it's hard anymore to make a movie where it's not predictable. What was your over the top scene? That that he he had everyone around the table and he thought you know what I haven't had anyone throw up yet and then he has someone throw up out of his yeah that, that, <laughs> I thought that was too much too 
that was, I knew that, that was going to be a problem. If you want to make Colonel Bob really uncomfortable, show somebody throwing up. That I don't is, like toilet humor like that. I don't, I don't either, but I know I know Bob really well, and somebody throwing up on screen is an automatic. Mm, nope, I'm not a. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I can handle blood. Don't show me puke. Yeah, it was so awful. Uh, but I will say that most of the kills in it was very clever and and very fun kills. I, th- I thought th- I thought they were good, especially the trampoline kill. I thought that was very good. So, I, I, um, I will get into my cons about that, Derek. What did you think about the first act? Uh, so first act, um, I I was I was actually in on the first act. Uh, just because I was so surprised because one of my biggest criticisms of Eli Roth is that I don't think he can build tension. Hmm. And there were actually, there was actually tension built here. You could feel, you knew what was going to happen. Everybody knew what was going to happen, but he actually took his time to show how the crowd was increasing and how everything was happening and actually put together a pretty cohesive narrative of, okay, these high schoolers got into a fight with these rivaling high school. They're going to get in that ramps everything up. And it actually it actually built some tension. Now, was it over the top and ridiculous? Yeah. Was I laughing out loud when Bobby got his arm his hand broken? Yes, because it was who crawls? Why would you crawl? Stand up, push your way through. I'm you're, gonna come save you're a, you. You're a, you're an 18 year old baseball player, like an athlete. Push these people out of the way. You're gonna be able to handle the big the the large overweight middle aged diner worker. You'll be all right. Push them out of the way and go do what you need to do. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the first act. Um, and I actually felt uncomfortable. It was the first time in an Eli Roth movie where I felt uncomfortable about something that was going to happen, not because of the gore, just because like, Oh, everything's about to go really bad. I did think that it showed really well how people would rather record than actually help. I thought, that, that. I thought they did yep. that. I thought they did that pretty good. Yeah. And that boy, man. He was just, just a, just a, just a trash person throughout the entire movie, and I was, was glad he got. He was. <laughs> I was really glad that they gave him a fitting, brutal death. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I I agree. The, the gore wasn't as over the top as I thought it would have been. Um, there were a few scenes I, I thought were unnecessary, but not because of the gore, just because they didn't make sense. And Derek, you already know where I'm going with this. Nobody in any type of horror movie can ever figure out left to right. And I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I'll never understand be- it. Prometheus, where the giant wheel is coming, and they're just running like, oh, I gotta run faster. Or you could just run to the fucking left. Yeah. <laughs> or to the right. And you're just cut it in a diagonal. At least go diagonal. Anything. That way you're still gaining. At, th- at that point, you don't even have to run. You can just walk over there. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. You're solid. Not a big deal. Live to fight another day. This movie was the same. She takes off running. Now, the only pro I'll give her is she was running toward a goal, something she thought was going to protect her. My issue with that is why the fuck would you think that getting in a metal dumpster was a good idea when a car is coming full speed toward it. You know, I just thought that she thought that it would protect her. Um, because it's you know, a dumpster is pretty thick metal. That's she thought, thought she thought uh, as she's running for her life when a car is coming 60 miles per hour at her, I maybe that'll protect me. Not well, if I just move to the right, yeah. he'll hit the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing I didn't like either. As fast as that car was going, hits the dumpster, nothing happens to the driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, nothing at all. That dump, the dumpster with a lid strong enough to cut a human being in half. Her that was, in yeah, that, half. That, that was, was so the, stupid. That, that was that made zero. That was so dumb. I, and that's immediately what I thought was, he's doing it again already. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to like be like, how gory can I be? Mm-hmm. So, I was very skeptical going forward. My favorite part. Uh, of the beginning to the middle mo- of the movie is where he cuts the guy's head off in the apartment and he goes back and he feeds the cat. Yeah. yeah. Little pets. Gives a little pet. Little scratches on the top of the head. I thought, oh, don't hurt the cat. I did think it was funny. Tell daddy where he's at. Tell daddy where he's at. So, uh, I will say I was pleasantly surprised by this movie, man. 
Yeah, agreed. I, I'm not saying I liked it. I just didn't hate it. It one was thing, enjoyable for an Eli Roth movie. One thing that it had going that I think that a lot of his movies don't is I actually cared about a couple of the characters. I like yeah. the I like the protagonist. I thought that she was uh, she was a likable character. Um, I liked it. I've never seen that actress before. I thought she did great. I think um, it's her first movie. All of the all of the kids were really good. All the actors were great. Even the douchebag kid that got his head bashed in at the end. I I liked him. He was he did a great job of being unlikable. So the 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 kids were good. I liked I liked the characters. Um and I liked the kills for the most part. You know, this this movie had some solid some solid fun kills for something yeah. that is, you know, clearly going for some of the comedy, especially yeah. the roasting the stepmom and popping the the meat uh, thermometer into yeah. her shoulder. I yeah. I giggled so hard when he that shoved that meat from over. I thought it was awful. Ugh. That was. I... Ian left I during that part. Now, yeah, I had to pee really bad. Mm. I've been holding it. Yeah, you missed the meat thermometer. I, I saw her in the oven, and I saw the oven get turned on, and I saw her start to cook. But right, what he did? He opened the oven. And yeah, he opened he opened it back up and stabbed a meat thermometer under her arm. Oh, huh. was she well done? Or... No. Yeah. No, she was yeah. still alive, and she's screaming, please, 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 and he opens the oven, and she stops. She's like, oh, please, let me out, please, and she thinks he's going to let her out, and now he just wants to make sure that he cooks her the right amount, mm-hmm. which is important, by the way. If you're if you're cooking a turkey this year for Thanksgiving, please do use that thermometer. You'll know it's cooked all the way through. It's true. It's true. I, uh... I thought some of the the kills that was over the top. Um, that what I just said about the dumpster. I thought uh, you brought up the trampoline scene. It was a I little far fetched. Uh, it was a fun kill, but I thought he snuck up behind and he had a lot of strength to snap this kid's neck all the way around. All the way around, yeah. And then was... somehow got all the way around without her noticing and slipped underneath of the trampoline. Yeah. Well, that's because she was too busy. Taking her panties off on the trampoline, which <laughs> I talked I about this when I get I, on the trampoline. First thing I I talked about this after we watched it. There is literally only one reason why a cheerleader who's trying to give her boyfriend a show gets onto a trampoline, and it has nothing to do with her panties. Yeah, it should have had Craig all. Robinson playing uh, in the background as piano that take your panties <laughs> off song that he sings. And this is the end. <laughs> but yeah, it was so silly. But the kill itself was really well done because the idea of coming down on a knife, yeah. But oh god, and then, and then still bouncing, not meaning to bounce, and mm-hmm. just keep bouncing on the knife. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Derek jumped during a funny scene, and that's another thing I wanted to comment on. Um, when they're in the school and her friends mm-hmm. disappear, and she goes up to um basically look in the dumpster and then the person jumps out. I know that kind of got you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is full spoilers. Obviously, we've said some spoilers. So the killer. How'd you guys feel about the reveal? It made zero sense. There were way too many mo- moments in this movie where he literally couldn't have been. That's what I was about to say. With, with the school scene, they showed him out He was out front. front. Talking yeah. to another cop, and then when she ran out, wasn't he out there? I think he was. Maybe I, I had to watch the movie when again. Ran that when it when she ran out, it went black, and then it came back as a time has passed. But he and definitely it, was outside because was, when she went in, he was outside. Because yeah, and when then the she, camera even panned over when she was like going to find him, she looked and still saw him standing outside yeah. talking to somebody. Yeah. yeah, so it made no sense. There was no way for him to be there. there so he's just no like, way. yeah, so anyway, and as soon as she disappears, he's like, yeah, what is that? And he fucking runs and grabs his... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It... So that's why the whole time I thought, he's definitely in on it. I definitely thought everything was pointing to him. He was dropping way too many breadcrumbs. You know, don't trust anybody. You know, uh, oh, I really need your help. Like, everything he was saying. But I honestly thought the reveal was going to be two killers. I didn't it should have been. It and I thought it was going to be Jenner Gershon. Agreed. I thought, I thought she, she wasn't was actually dead. Survive. She survived. It was actually her. Um, Which, 
okay so again he, he he couldn't have been there in the school the way it showed he also had no possible way of getting back to his car after the whole kerfuffle in the woods yeah he had no way of getting back really to his car quickly. back into his uniform to get bobby out of the trunk to get hit with to get brained with the tire iron which again why would you park like 70 feet That's away I was like i can't believe that she to get him out of the story truck. at the beginning because he's laying in the middle of the road and was just like oh he came up behind me and hey he hit me in the back of the head it's like what were you doing why'd you stop in the middle of the road yeah. right <laughs> yeah how did you know how did you know it was bobby so not only is that a problem with the killer reveal the other problem is the the massive leaps in logic that this movie wants us to take which i understand it's a silly this horror comedy for. it's a silly horror comedy right it, it's supposed to be silly it's supposed to be fun and it was fun for the most part i can forgive the weird teleporting killer nonsense yeah. i can forgive the 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 silly uh, you know, stampede at the beginning. I can forgive a lot about this movie, but you're trying to tell me that a 61 year old woman was pregnant with a baby. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not how that works. Like maybe she could have got pregnant, but Ian, I think you put it best when you said she wasn't carrying that baby to term. He wasn't carrying that baby the whole time, regardless. <laughs> And now, who's he going to kill then? Gina Gershon, lovely woman, aging mm. beautifully. Great to see her in another movie. Yeah, I hadn't seen her in anything for a little while. She was, was very in Riverdale excited. for a while. Very excited to see her on the big screen again. But the I, I I went with it when it was like, oh, we were we were together. She was going to leave her husband. And then when he said she was carrying our baby, I laughed out loud because it was just stupid. It's just yeah. stupid. <laughs> If you want to make that a plot point, fine. Don't cast a sixty-year-old woman to yeah, to be. I, I didn't think it was believable either. Um, I thought him like blaming the teens was pretty stupid because like, so dumb. It's, it made sense for them to be in that store. I get yeah. that them seeing being seen in the stores would rage oh, these guys, right. but it was. Yeah. Yeah. But but at the same time, like I feel like they were gonna do that regardless. Yeah, as soon as the, the crowd, doors open, they were the gonna the pour in. It was gonna be a, yeah. a problem. It was gonna happen regardless. They still didn't have enough security, and then you're mad at the teens for being in the store when her parents were mad at the, the store. Guard for getting scared. Right. Yeah. Like why? Because he ran for his life. Yeah. Because he didn't get paid enough. For why aren't you mad at your sixty year old mistress? That wouldn't have helped her. And. Why aren't you mad at yourself? Because you're the only fucking cop that showed up. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. Was you don't have any deputies there. You don't have deputies yeah. that you could call in? No. Oh, we're right? going to need backup now that the riot already started. Yeah. <laughs> or let me shoot my gun off in the air after. And I thought that he shot the gun off way too late and he shot the gun off in a building. <laughs> I don't know if he realizes how gravity works, but that bullet's coming back down somewhere. <laughs> anyway, the. The other thing is, why wasn't he mad at his mistress for not going and like waiting in an office? Why are you standing there? You came in to bring your husband dinner. Go wait in the office. Yeah. yeah. There's a security like room. There's an office where other people can't get in. Go sit in there. You don't have to be. Yeah, out I there. thought it was funny. She's like, oh, I come to bring him dinner. Like dinner was ready when they left. Why didn't he? Why didn't, why didn't he grab a plate to, when he left? Yeah, he's like, oh, I got called in. I got to go. Okay, well, hang on a second. Let me make you a plate. So you and I also go. thought it was funny. He's like, I got called in. The owner's right there. That's a good point. You know what I mean? The owner's right there. Yeah. <laughs> You're at the owner's house. You're at the owner's house. Nobody caught that, I don't think. No, I, I like, didn't even pay attention Because I, I was thinking that during the whole movie. I was like, he was like bitching like, oh, yeah, they're making us go in. Isn't he the one that's making or you I'll go get, in? Or I'll get fired. He said or that. Or I'll get fired, yeah. Fire. The 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 red herrings of like the mystery of who the killer was, they were all dumb. They were very clearly not any of them. Not for a second did I think it was the deputy or the boyfriend. No, they were, they were it was clearly they none were of them. Trying too hard to make you think that. Yeah. So the so listen, the the kills were fun. It was it was entertaining enough that I laughed. 
but man, this is a, just a forgettable movie, in my opinion. I just don't care. Eli Roth has not redeemed himself with this one. Better than the rest, not good enough to to make the the horror movie rotation, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna kick off the ratings this week. Okay. Before before you do, no. Before you do, not quick, before I do. Before you do, <laughs> I'm aware that with medical science, an older woman can can have children. What are the odds? But when my wife was pregnant with our youngest, she was 33, and she was considered a geriatric pregnancy because she was almost 30 or she was 35. I'm sorry. She was 35 years old. So she was considered a geriatric Don't pregnancy. Even know how old our wife was. What is a 60 year old considered? Yeah. <laughs> is that like a biblical pre- pregnancy? Are we getting into like Abraham and Sarah territory where, where it's an old, like a hundred year old woman? What? Yes. This is just stupid. I know. I know it's a horror movie and it's stupid to get hung up on little things, but it's so laughably dumb that I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to vamp for another couple of seconds. So dumb is genius. No, it's just dumb. No, just Uh. dumb. It's so stupid. Why? Why are you going to cast a 60 year old woman? I knew you were going to be so mad. I'm so I was, I was hey, I've been preparing for this. I'm genuinely like mad week. about it. It's such a stupid plot point. It's so <laughs> dumb. I'll go with everything else in this movie. I will allow myself to suspend my disbelief. But a six-year-old woman isn't pregnant with your baby. No. And they had a sonogram, like a, they had an ultrasound of a like oh. like a six-month-old baby too. She was she was far one, along. One more gripe. The God, lady so that uh, that eats it first, that uh, the, the the waitress, yeah, she locked herself in the office. She could see the security camera, so you know if he's coming back. Stay there; the door's locked. You can't get in. Clean off your phone. Call the fucking yeah. police. Yeah. Or, like we said after the movie, use the landline. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to have a even face if ID. you giving me the he cut the phone lines. Oh, he cut the phones. Maybe he'll cut the power. You still have a cell phone. The door yeah. is still fucking locked. So anyway, wipe, I'll kick wipe off. it on your Ratings. shirt. Use your knuckle yes. to swipe. Yes. Or like you said, hey Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Every version. Oh my god. So I get it. She was scared. I I get it. She had um, just lost her fingertips and part of her that's face. That's not. That's not enough for me. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie, and I'm 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 confident with this one. It's going to seem low. Five and a half. But it's probably... No, no probably. It is the highest I've ever given an Eli Roth movie. Mm-hmm. So five and a half. Bob, what do you think? I'm saying six. Six? Okay. You're being very You're being very kind. Mm-hmm. Derek, what you got? I'm also going to give it a six. Just because... Okay. Just because, one, I laughed a lot throughout this I movie. I did laugh. And two, I kind of have to give it props for making me so angry that I wanted to rant about a pregnancy. <laughs> Never thought you were going to do that on this oh, show, did you? Not on this show, no. Well, please. Been, real quick, Derek, she could have been playing a younger woman. Just because she's 61 in real life doesn't mean she But was. how much younger but how she much younger? Like, would she? Would she? I'd still, I would give her mid-40s. Even mid-40s? No, there's no, no. No, we're I'm not being giving her, generous. We're not giving her 15 years. No, even if she was being playing generous. a woman in her mid to late 50s, it's still a very difficult thing for a woman that age to carry a pregnancy full term. Not impossible. It's not impossible. But on average, menopause starts in your 50s. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna say that. Just say, so I'm just gonna leave it there. Go all night, everybody. Please let us Jesus know what Christ. you think about six-year-old women getting pregnant. Derek uh, is solely against women getting pregnant in general. You've heard it here. Um, Bull handmaid's tale. Like, subscribe, uh, follow us on everything. Get all that out before Bob cuts me off on the outro. Um, <laughs> one of our favorite Eli Roth movies, even though we still didn't think it was a great movie. It was a good time. It was worth the one watch. If it was on in the background at a party, I'd probably I probably wouldn't be like turn this dumb shit. I'll give it that. Yep. 
So, with that being said, please, please, please have a very happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week for another edition of the Silver Screen Scoundrels. But until then, as always, my friends, happy turkey day and so long. Good night. Bye, everybody.